Good morning, this is the Bandos Bay Cruises Net for Tuesday the 23rd of January. Net control today is Ronnie the Tea Lady. Please make sure you are on high power for the duration of the net. And let's first of all listen out for any emergency, medical or other priority traffic. So, do we have new arrivals or returnees to the bay? Good morning, this is Giselle and Cliff aboard sailing vessel Sedna. We are hailing from Juneau, Alaska, but just traveled down from Wymouth. This is our first time in Bahia Banderas, and we are currently anchored off of La Cruz, Nayarit. Planning on sticking around here until we're ready to cross the Pacific this spring. SV Sedna. So, La Cruz de Wanacoxley is a fishing village. There's two of them predominantly here right now. One's in Punta de Mita and the other one's here in La Cruz. La Cruz is on the North Shore, which I call it. Sounds kind of fancy in the whole bay. <laughs> and it's, um, it's definitely, uh, again, it's the only place left in a tourist bay that is not a tourist town. These are purely the families of the fishing the fishermen that are out there. The streets are all named after fish. <laughs> the one thing I noticed coming into the Banderas Bay and just on the west coast that I kind of forgot about is all the mountains and hills and they're just luscious green and beautiful um, but yet there's still that dusty road kind of feel of Mexico. It's a pretty cool town there's you know so many two dollar tacos everywhere the locals are so friendly and so welcoming of you know sharing their tiny town with us it is really kind of cute and with little cobblestone streets and you know every so often you bump into good restaurants and just the stone's throw from Puerto Vallarta that I don't know why you would really want to go there because there's some pretty good food here and really good music scene. But we've spent some time here because it's actually a really good place to get stuff done. Uh, there's a really great community of people here that can help you out and we're also nearby a big town of Puerto Vallarta that you can go into and get different parts and whatnot. Part of the reason that we really love it here is because of the sense of community. Yeah, I mean, like it's a good, a good balance because La Cruz is sort of our uh, our center of operations, our home base. So we can go out for you know a couple of weeks and go somewhere and then come back. We know that we're not going to miss all of the fun stuff that happens because we're leaving. See you later. Never coming back. But I think the biggest thing we've enjoyed of being here is, is the cruisers. It's, it's the first time since we left San Francisco, and actually inclusive of San Francisco, that we've encountered such a tight-knit community. It's healthy and it's fun and it's community. It creates a really great community. Community and the community, community. That kind of community for the community. communicating with other artists. We're a cruiser, mm -hmm. and you created a community yeah. for yourself. Yeah, here. and there are a lot yeah. of a lot of women on boats who are here year after year or long term for a periods of time. So it is just as much as wherever they came from elsewhere, this has become their community. Where we're all kind of strangers when we walk in and there's a lot of different styles to either where we're going or the type of boat we have or how long we've been sailing, but there's something about we're all kind of in this together. This like background of relatedness that's made for, I think, a baseline for some pretty good friendships. <laughs> and that's why we spin yarns. I'm your host, Giselle Miller. <laughs> Episode 3, Harbor Queen.
When we left Juneau, Alaska in 2013, I desperately missed being involved in some kind of community. The cruiser life, while romantic, is a nomadic one and isolated at times. So it makes sense that other female cruisers in particular share in this desire to fabricate a community of friends wherever they drop the hook. As Cliff and I got to know La Cruz, there was one thing that was very clear. This is a well-oiled, well-run cruiser community machine. While La Cruz may be the only anchorage for sailboats in the bay, the actual cruiser community that I'm talking about has been in the making by one woman in particular. Okay, well, um, my name is Katrina Liana and I've been here in La Cruz now for seven years straight. I sailed here seven years ago um, as a cruiser. Katrina recognized the potential in the small marina town and began fostering a community of her own. She built up a good relationship with the marina staff and became a bridge between sailors and locals. And they let me um, share information and develop programs at the marina. And that's when we started doing seminar series, um, movie nights, <laughs> and uh, women's gatherings, and as well as a kids club for the cruising kids. It's been a wonderful experience. I didn't work for them for two years straight. I was doing this all for voluntarily. <laughs> they couldn't understand why. And it was because of the positive feedback that I was getting, and that was that meant more to me than having a paycheck from the marina. <laughs> My commitment here with the sailing fleet and as a woman is very—it's um, something that it's—it's it's not my job. It's something I do because I care, and it won't ever change. And it has nothing to do with the marina. The marina—I look at it like my backyard, to my parents' house, and I just get permission, <laughs> and they approve it, and I tell them I'll be fully responsible with my friends, <laughs> and to please allow me to use that because it is a good hub. kind of interesting because I have a lot of women that keep thanking me, but the funny part is is that they're the ones that are creating it. I love it here in La Cruz, and, I, and if I found another gem somewhere like La Cruz, I would continue doing what I do, because it's me doing it. It's not like someone says, hey, I need you to do this and help us out, <laughs> and it's home. Here's home, but... I would establish us anywhere, if I was in the South Pacific, if I was down in, you know, El Salvador. So I'm here with my girlfriend Hillary off of the sailing vessel Varuna. Hi. <laughs> my name is Hillary. At one of Katrina's all women cruising events, a whole restaurant space full of about 50 to 60 women, all sailors, and most of them on boats here in La Cruz. 
For each of these gatherings, Katrina selects several female speakers from the fleet and provides a time and place to get to know these familiar faces. Okay, my name is Dee Dee Christensen and I am from sailing vessel Scuba Ninja and we are here in uh, La Cruz de Guanacaxle at Octopus Garden. Okay, my name is Jana Hyrant. I am sailing on sailing vessel True North with my husband, Dwight Hyrant. We've lived on the boat for five years, but he just retired in July. So this is our first attempt at cruising, but we have dreamed about it since we were in high school when we fell in love. And we've been through, oh my gosh, I don't know how many boats since then. Um, lived aboard several but anyway we are really excited to start living our dream thank you so hi I'm Lisa I'm I'm sailing on Footloose and with my husband Michael and we just started a couple years ago this is our second season just starting and we hope to go through the Panama Canal next year and we'll see how it goes well we're having a great time so I'm Nancy McConnell I'm currently on Shanti which is a 40-foot Monta catamaran and my husband and I just took off again for our third trip together. So prior to this, we were on another boat, Desiderata, which was a 41-foot Islander Freeport with our two children. So we homeschooled our kids from preschool to first, second, third grades. Then we went back to the States and then we took off again. We were on our way to sign papers on a house and my husband had his hand on the doorknob and turned to me and said I want to go back. Hi I'm Donna, uh, Donna de Mallorca many people know me as and uh, I'm with Richard on the sailing catamaran profligate. Richard's the founder of Latitude 38 sailing magazine and the Bahahaha which is a big sailing event for many west coast cruisers. Uh, he started that 25 years ago so it's our 25th anniversary coming up this year. 2018 and we're excited about that yeah I love sailing it's nice to be here in La Cruz and see all these women that support the women who sail um, I'm Linda and I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area I was raised in Oakland and I met my husband um, 16 years ago I think and when I first met him he told me that someday he wanted to live on a boat and I thought haha that's really funny you can live on a boat and then we'll buy a house and be like normal people and then I started reading books about families cruising. And I got really inspired and really excited. And I came to him one day and I said, okay, we can, we can raise our kids on a boat. We can totally sail around the world. This will be awesome. We'll have like these world citizens for kids. So we left San Francisco and we headed out the Golden Gate and made the big left turn down to Mexico. And we've been Mex in Mexico um, since then. We're here in La Cruz in Nayarit now, and we love it here. Part of the reason that we really love it here is because of the sense of community. As people know, you know, you need adult contact. And I also wanted for my kids to have relationships with other adults. Um, with, and, and I wanted to have relationships with other people's kids so that we had this sense of taking care of each other and looking out for each other. And that's missing when you're cruising because you're moving from place to place. It's about a balance between us wanting to 
um, explore and go, you know, go to different anchorages and spend time just our family together and moving around and exploring the world and the balance that our kids and I need in having a sense of community. Um, <laughs> speaking of children, that's not one of mine. Mine are older than that now. No, but I know what you mean. I get the void that it fills, and I do see that. Um, I notice it with the women, um, extremely. They are very thankful, every level from a grandmother to someone that isn't a mother at all, to the children, what they see what's happening with the children. I notice a lot of the women, when they get here, they're terrified, and I've seen it. And they're a little bit afraid, and when they get here, they feel so comfortable, they almost don't want to leave, which is kind of trying to, you know, you should get going. And But they, they open up, they get motivated, they start spending more time, and they realize when they see someone that's that's doing something and developing that they feel like, I can do this now, and I, I can do this. And trying to get them prepared to go whichever direction they want to go. So being on a boat is is very isolationist. And um, if you're doing passages or going a long way, you can be absolutely alone for a long time with whoever else is on your boat. This is Lou Isaac. I met her on her boat, Ikaya, on the docks in the La Cruz Marina. Some people are are communicative with, with their boat partners. My partner and I are, are each kind of... Um, introspective and are quiet and and so we we function really well together but we could go for hours without talking to each other and so when you when I do find myself in a situation where there are other boaters who are experiencing the same thing the um, not just the need for community but the um, eagerness with which everyone in the community reaches out to each other is is really charming I think it's something that we don't find other places very easily and there are a lot of a lot of women on boats who are here year after year or long term for periods of time so it is just as much as wherever they came from elsewhere this it has become their community you know so yeah you work at maintaining and developing a community which makes it easy for easier for the rest of us who just sort of drop in <laughs> they've done all the legwork you know yeah, yeah. I do have an urge of wanting to be social, um, whether it's with male or females, either way, it just, I just have an urge of wanting to meet other people. But I have noticed, you know, when I've met other cruising gals who are of like-mindedness, it's, it's, it's really fun. I, I've noticed like, oh, I kind of miss that. Yeah, so. no, it's hard to immerse yourself when you know you're leaving soon. I was talking about something earlier, I was like, you know, I'd love to immerse myself more in this community here, but we're leaving soon, so I don't really have the urge to, to do that, unfortunately. Always 
name's Hillary, and I am on board Varuna, along with my partner Ty, and we sailed her down here from Portland, Oregon. For me, I don't necessarily have that need to, you know, get together with your girlfriends every Saturday night and have, like, a girls' night or to do, you know, to have that kind of community, but I think the hardest thing for me when we came on the boat was I felt guilty leaving my family. Um, I'm an only child, so I'm close with my parents, and, you know, I have pretty good relationship and I knew it was like guilt for me because I knew that I would be like leaving them and thinking about what that would mean for them. I think that was kind of the hardest kind of community or group leaving that is a huge change here and there's not really kind of a substitute for that. Never waste, never want, yet always I remember returning to Juneau for that first time after Cliff and I had been on the boat for a year and I felt like all of my friends and all the groups that I'd once been so immersed with had changed or morphed in some way. Everyone had moved on with their lives while we were away and I was foolish enough to think that it was going to be the same. Like I had spent that whole year in some traveling time capsule. I guess, in a way, the boat is kind of like a time capsule for me. Moving from port to port, one that I can step on and off of. Maybe it's just me that misses watching the movement outside, observing the change. And as welcoming and comfortable as La Cruz has become, it's time for us to move on to a different community, a new set of friends, another language to learn. It's the curse and blessing of the cruiser lifestyle, always meeting new and interesting people while constantly saying goodbye. listening to Why We Spin Yarns, a podcast about the sailors who live their lives on and around the ocean. I'm your host, Giselle Miller. This episode was recorded in La Cruz, Nayarit, Mexico, and is comprised of all female voices, including Katrina Leona, Lou Isaac, April off of SV Westie, Hilary on Vruna, Linda on Nomi, and Mel of Bravo. Thank you for your kind, heartfelt words and wisdom. Also, special thanks to the women who volunteered to introduce themselves to me at the Women Who Sail event in La Cruz in January. Music 
Music featured in this episode includes the lovely Alaskan tunes of Anna Lynch, Brooklyn-based band Vagabond Mantra, and Les Hayden. Find Anna Lynch's new self-titled album on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you acquire your music. For more details on song titles and Creative Commons licenses, visit my website. If you like what you hear and you're listening with Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please consider writing a review and visiting the website at sednastories.com. If you want to take the extra step and encourage the creation and continuation of this podcast, visit the support page under Why We Spin Yarns. Last but very not least, if you are a female cruiser that is seeking a community of like-minded friends, I highly encourage you to check out the Women Who Sail Facebook group, which is a large inspiration for this all-women podcast episode. Thanks again for listening. Coming up next on Why We Spin Yarns. In just a month, we'll be in a totally different culture. We'll be out of Mexico, which is kind of sad. But it's definitely that time where you start getting antsy to go you feel like stuff's pretty ready and there's certain things that have to wait till the end like provisioning and filling up all the tanks but that's you you have butterflies in your stomach and you're ready like why can't we just do that today fill them up be ready to go let's go but you have to be patient um how how are you feeling now like work-wise prep-wise like how are you feeling better We got most of the mission critical stuff is pretty much done and we're down to detail stuff. But I think it's going to be fine. Whatever doesn't get done, doesn't get done, we leave anyway. I don't feel nervous. I'm actually pretty excited about it because, uh, uh, and Ian too, we've both thought about it and talked about this for many years. And this was... This is the what we would say the ultimate part of our of our cruising would be this section. Yeah, Leo says we have to start saying it so that we actually believe it. But our our dream is to sail around the world, and we hope that this will become a sustainable lifestyle somehow with our occupation, so that we can, if we love it, maybe grow and grow into a, maybe a slightly bigger boat. <laughs> because we and, need a hundred uh, pounds of flour, and that's on top of. <laughs> 14 cabbages and 40 <laughs> potatoes and yeah it's like not okay so i think the moral, <laughs> the moral wait how many cabbages i want a little seven no well no yeah we 14 total. we have three large cabbages yeah, but three. i was gonna go with four large oh, yeah. cabbages last Jeez. forever no, and i asked for little ones forever I'm really looking forward to this will be our first offshore passage we've done a lot of coastal cruising but this is our first offshore passage and I'm looking forward to experiencing kind of the trade wind sailing I'm people ask me all the time oh are you nervous and and I'm not and I know my wife Cliff's mom is not because I asked her I said are you nervous and no I'm not he's you know he knows what he's doing and There's a lot of preparation.
that goes into doing something like this a lot and I I've been witness to it here in La Cruz Giselle Miller, and this is Why We Spin Yarns.